welcome to another episode of PR Girl Rant, the podcast for all public relations professionals and those wanting to get into PR. PR Girl Rant is a safe platform for all public relations professionals, whether independent or in-house, to talk about the industry or rant about whatever grinds their gears. Also, the fun, wacky spirals and insane shenanigans that engulfs us each day and keeps us coming back for more. Ready to rant? Let's go. I'm back. It's your girl, Michelle, from the PR Girl Rant podcast. I took a little hiatus, but now I'm back and ready to rant. For my first episode, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I co-hosted the season premiere of The Man Cave Show with host Julius D.C. Bryant. He's a great friend and he's also a great photographer. So we decided to do this together by way of like kicking off his season premiere and then for me to kick off season two of PR Girl Rant. On his show, they talk a lot about current affairs, movies, and entertainment. So I was like, hey, I can put in my two cents there. And the night before we recorded, we actually went to see the movie, The Photograph, which we loved. It was great. So we talked about that, a little politics, a little lifestyle, you know, just we kind of did like a year in review 2019 going into 2020 so take a listen and stay tuned for season two i have a lot of great guests coming up and i'm excited about it so here we go pr girl rant episode one Hey guys, I'm Damian Christopher, and I want to say welcome back to MCS The Man Cave Show 2020. We are 2020, right? Okay, good. 2020. It's been a minute since I've been here. As you see, new logos, new look, new flavor, new energy. Um, I definitely want to welcome and thank everybody who's been supportive when we took a break and ended in 2018. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Corey Hunter and uh, Willie Ains for you know, starting this madness, and uh, I'm continuing to go on. The guys have moved on to do something else. So this is straight up under Burger City Productions, my production company, and um, with the new production team, we have SR Munich, Jack and Chester, who are the new camera guys and video production company. They are absolutely awesome, so definitely check out their stuff under Chester Law, right? Yep. You go Chester Law, L-A-W, on YouTube, and definitely want you guys to definitely come back Join me, MCS Man Cave Show. Subscribe, hit that click button and the bell so you get the notifications when we're loading up all different content. And I want to introduce my special guest host this week in during our premiere. Thank you for coming, Miss Michelle Pascal. Hi. I got applause somewhere. I'm going to do that. Michelle is owner of Map Unlimited PR, right? Um, she and I have known each other for a long time. I just said a long time. I still look like I'm 15. So, okay. I, I've been here 15. Late to nine. Okay, but yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. We've known yeah. each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah but we have a great, great, great friendship and excellent business relationship. Um, Michelle also has her own podcast. Yes. Okay. So must, should here. I say your name or am I going to mess it up? You're probably going to mess it up. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll get it right this time. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Try it. PR Girl Rant. Yeah! <laughs> it's really a great show. I've heard about it. Um, I've heard it and I've listened to it again. I, I, I commented a few times on, on some of this stuff. Um, 
Talk about something that yeah, yeah, got you started. Well, um, well, thank you for having me here to kind of kick off my um, show as well. I'm in season two as well. Woo! So with your push, huh. I'm here to, you know, get you launched and started and then help myself get myself to where I need to be. And hopefully at the end of the month, I will launch my show. So I'm using some of this content to kind of launch my show, I don't know, let's say February, March 1st. Let's, let's okay. look at that. It's yeah, out there yeah. now, so it's going to be yeah, March. Yeah, there year. But thank you so much. So I'm a PR girl. I am a PR professional, and um, that's what I do. So I'll be talking about all things PR. I'll try to give some PR slants to whatever DC is talking about here on the Man Cave Show. And um, thank you so much for having me. Oh, anytime. You've been on, this is your third time. Um, First time you were off camera. Yes. Second time you were on camera. Yes. And now your third time you're back on camera again. I'm shy. I am. I am. So I'm shaking. But you know, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. And we are live, right? So, yes, we are. We're streaming yes. live. We're live on Instagram and on Facebook. And I appreciate all you guys and women that are tuning in, my cave mates, um, tuning in and supporting. Even when um, we had a lull time, mm -hmm. people were hitting me up asking, "When are you going to come back? What are you going to do?" You know, I was like, but "That's what these shows know. do. It's a podcast. Podcasts yeah. come and go. You do a couple episodes. You take a hiatus. It's a hiatus. Yeah." Really and actually, I, for, to be real, real about it, and, I, and I've never hidden it, um, mm -hmm. that I wasn't going to come back oh, okay. after that. And then you know, a lot of people like, got to bring it back. You do great content. Um, for those who don't know, and I think I shared it with you, that I had the offer as going solo with Bravo. Mm -hmm. And I turned that down. And of course, the consortium and the, so the NASA. He didn't consult me on that, so I don't know the reason why he turned that down. I'm going to tell you so. why. I'm going to tell you why I turned okay. it down. Okay, so when I got the offer from Bravo, um, the first phone call was with two executives, and it was like, all right, cool, you have full control, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, fine. Second week, another conference call, there were more people on the phone. Mm -hmm. So they were like, well, do you, are you open for ideas? I'm like, yeah, sure, but the ideas was not conducive to the demographic I was going for. Okay. And if people don't understand the demographic and the platform, there's a lot of platforms that showcase a lot for everybody. I'm going to put it out there, I'm a black man who lives in this world, and we have a huge black community that are just not from, you know, from, we're vast community. Mm -hmm. um, and because of working in the entertainment industry, we run to a lot of people, and a lot of people I come in contact with always ask, how do I, okay. or where do I? And in this day and era, people have the tools in front of their faces. But we, and you know how we are in this community of working, especially in the entertainment industry, we network, and some people out there don't know how to properly approach people. They're too intimidated by, oh, that's so-and-so, they don't want to be approached. You can't think for somebody. So what I do is on this platform, it was more or less letting people know how to break any industry okay. and talk about topics that people are afraid to talk about. Like season two, I had um, uh, a communication, I had a conversation regarding black, Ray was a new black, mm -hmm. talking about gays in the black community. I had a great panel and it went for like over an hour. So we had to do it in two parts. Mm -hmm. But the feedback was like, what the hell is VC going to talk about? Right. And the, and we had a long conversation. Even the viewers, the right. virtual viewers tuned in on that one. But I want to thank everybody. That did you just thought you would have more time to be doing it on your own yeah. and not having you know any barriers to just, you know. Right. I am open for input, but when the input starts to derail from the avenue I'm trying gotcha. to do, then, then that's why. Okay. So, and okay. I think you would agree if I brought that to your attention. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, I, again, I want to say thank you for all of those who have been supportive. Um, again, you know, um, I, I appreciate that. I do want to say this. Seasons one and two, I did promise merchandise when I had the other co-host on. And it never happened because we a lot of things went wrong. But I am going to stick to it. I have an order in of shirts. So what I need for you guys to do is to DM me 
or email me at uh, email is uniquemancakeshow at gmail.com or just DM me with your email. If you're out of state, DM me your address and name so I can send you the shirts when they do come in. The new merch is in. So just let me know. Um, of course, Michelle's going to wear one, but it was yeah, too Yeah, it was way too I guess you're sorry. I, I cannot. We'll, we'll get it for you. I, you'll definitely have it. Cheapness in a big t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, so when you guys get the merchandise, I want you to take a picture of it, tag me in it, or tag the Mac Cave, MCS Mac Cave Show, and let me know that you're actually wearing it. Awesome. Um, yeah, definitely. So as long as we've known each other, I want to segue into what you do because um, your podcast is very informative. And I like the conversation because people in your world. Mm -hmm. So what does a PR do? PR professional? Professional. Yeah, a professional. Yeah, because my pet peeve, yeah. and that's really one of the reasons I started PR Girl Rank is PR, PR people or PR folks out there that want PR or people that don't know what PR is, the language that's used is like, I need a PR. I do not like that. I need, you know, they don't understand what public relations is and what it's, uh, you know, what a person like me does. So I call myself a PR professional and I help promote things. So just as I have here, 40 ounce water is a gentleman by the name of St. Louis Alexander and this is his new brand. So it's called 40 ounce. If anybody remembers back in the days, back in the days, sitting in the park. Well, I never drink, sat in the park. Well, you know, I, I, I did. I really did. You did. I know you I did. did. Drinking your 40 ounce, he has turned that into something called um, 40 ounce water. Get your ounce. So you always talk, you know, you see people walking around with their bottles of water and it's like get your ounces in, get your 40 ounces. So this is a 1.5 liter. So if you drink one of these, you know you're getting your your water intake. So, right. in terms of public relations, that's what I do. I promote people. I promote shows. I promote individuals to get their message across. Mm -hmm. And on my show, what I do is I rant because that's what PR girls do. A PR professional. Sometimes we rant a lot. We talk a whole lot. We talk fast, as we see that I'm doing now. But we just want to make sure that your message um, comes across properly. Um, any visuals that are needed. Just make sure it's, it's all about messaging. You know, it's, sometimes it can be positive, sometimes I'm always swinging, and if there's a negative message out there, I'm trying to swing that around. But on the show, I try to talk to people in the marketing field, I try to talk to people, other PR professionals. Also about transitioning. Right. How do you go from PR to another, um, you know, industry? What does that mean to you? Because PR can be, people think it's simple, people think it's like, oh, she's just a party girl, she's at, at parties, you know, checking in, doing guest lists and things right. of that nature. It's really vast and it's bigger than that. And I just wanted to have a show where I can rant, I can talk about the shit that I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. I want others to come on there. And if there's a client that's busting your balls and you're tired of it, you can rant about it. You can keep that anonymous. Right. Not like back in the days. Remember Wendy William had our blind items on the show? Yeah. So I want to continue where you can come on and just bust balls, talk about what you do, promote what you do as well. Right. Because I talk to a lot of individuals and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I'm a solopreneur, entrepreneur. I've been an independent for about... Mm -mm, 18 years plus, but it's something that I love to do. So I try to talk to other professionals in my industry to hear what they're going through because every, all of us are going through the same thing. Right. So PR Girl Rant is all about ranting and getting your message across and listening to others and learning. Well, I got to say, and this is, it's so weird to talk to you because I, you know, I've gone to several of your parties and events that you, you've actually hosted or, is that what I say, host? Are you posting it as you produce? Okay, producing. Um, of course, you know. <laughs> I get joke. I, we talk about this off camera a lot, but you know, of course, one of the best ones that I enjoy that you snapped at me about. And yes, she does snap at me. Is a uh, Cross birthday party in Miami at Privé Open Garden, which was fire. But I do enjoy that. I, and then um, one thing I do enjoy is the fact that when I do attend the productions that you do produce. Um, I always respect the boundaries because I know you 
on a personal level. I I always know I have to pro- deal with you on a professional level, so I know you're not in the hey DC, what's up? You're just like okay, you're checking out. Yeah, you know, strict. And what he's talking about, me snapping at him was like he said it was. It's not a negative thing. It wasn't right? a negative thing yeah, because he understood because he he you know yeah. and the way we met, we understood the, the terms of our working relationship. Right. So he came to one of my events, and it definitely was. I was repping a magazine called Jolie at the time. And Vivica Fox was the host. And I always tell DC, when you come to one of my events, it's you plus one, not you plus five or ten or twenty. I don't want to manage lines. I don't want to have to, I don't, and I don't want to tell him no. So if you it's you and one other person, right. then it's okay. And maybe two, I'll allow you you plus two, but not you plus five. So that day, I think, yeah, I don't know what you did, but I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. There was I mean, I, I, rolled outside, like, I, I rolled with 16 These were people. like celebrities. At that time, these were like the top yeah. like, celebrities. I'm like, I don't have time to do with you, DC. And that's basically what the look that I gave him. I don't have time to do with you. You figure it out. I invited you. Now you got to figure it out because I have to go work. And he did get in. Everything was fine. He had the time of his life. Really but at the same time, I do this all the time. Every time I work at an event and it's a celebrity event or something that's, yeah. you know, top of the line, I try to... Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not that girl to be. I don't like to tell people no, but if I give you strict rules, rules about, about I, want you yeah, about it. Yeah, I want you to enjoy. I mean, the benefits of what I'm doing. So right. I know that you would enjoy it. So it was hot. It was a good old time. No, it was great. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's one of my memorable moments. So my snaps are really, you know. Yeah, see, I don't take it personally because I know you. Yeah, you that's never why. Does. You so never I'm sorry, you know, and then yeah. you told me the most unemotional. But transitioning <laughs> into <laughs> being emotional, um, you and I got a chance to hang out last night, mm-hmm. and I want to clarify. You love like, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Anywho, it was a Friday. It's a Friday. It happened to be on Valentine's Day, and the movie we the movie we happened to see was the photograph. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it was. And I was surprised. Okay, like, she's surprised. I was like, you don't want to see this movie, so he called me like two days prior, and I'm like, you want to see what? You want to see a love story? What? Okay, he's like, no, I do. So we went and... We went, and when I tell you, she leans into me. She's like, are you enjoying this more than I am? I'm like, yeah, because okay. So I like love. I, here's my thing. I might come across... You're going to say it? Um, okay, go ahead. I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll come out and say it. <laughs> um, I do love love stories, all right? That's one of my things I watch by myself. I don't go to movies with people, you know? And I even out of all the love stories, I've never seen The Notebook like you and I spoke about last night. But I like, I like, okay, first of all, you know, A Fair of September, uh, A Fair to Remember, um, where's uh, Lake House, um, uh, Lady Hawk. There are certain movies that have this. Love Jones. Love Jones, definitely Love Jones, yeah. right? So this movie gave me that Love Jones feeling, but I kind of like the whole thing where it's not mushy, mushy love stories. Yeah. I like the, the, the quid pro quo, the tug of war kind of love story. And that's what the tug of war. It wasn't mushy, it was, I like the tug of war. Because she was holding her emotions, he was holding her. There were two hurt people trying to deal with each other. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of love story. See, I it was more that. mental, it was more an attraction, it was, you know, yeah. it happened so quick, right? Was, well, yeah. 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 We're talking about how yeah, quick how everything quick happened. And I just said, you know, in this day and age, you gotta, you see somebody, yeah. you gotta go. Like, you know, come here, yeah. I want you, done. But it was but, done, one thing I loved about this movie is that people met organically. None of yeah. the, 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 t- the tablets or the new apps and all that stuff. sexy as hell. So. You kept saying that anyway. the entire movie. Um, like seriously, the entire movie. Um, but no, I, I enjoyed it. One, um, something I can relate to. Yeah. And certain things move fast, but I will say this. 
this will go, like I said before, people don't buy DVDs, we all stream nowadays. This is something I will purchase and okay. put in my collection right next to Love Jones. Awesome. Because I really enjoyed the movie. It was it definitely um gave me um that it was that black love feel. It was just it was organic, you said, and just that the way the conversations between it was like two friends meeting each other at the right. same time, but there was that sexual chemistry, but you didn't know where to, where it was going, but then it went somewhere, you're just like, oh, so I posted on my Instagram. I want that kind of love. I'm looking for that kind of love. Because it's just, it's, it's a feel-good. Right. And Black Love is just beautiful. So. It really, it really yeah. was. And, and I happen to know the actual writer and director, so I definitely wanted to, um, you know, support, go support yeah, Selma McGee. Awesome, awesome. She's done amazing stuff. She did The Joneses. Okay. She also did something called The Weeknd. Amazing. Amazing, amazing gal. I've known her for a little for a while, right. and I'm so proud of her for doing this. Send me those movies. I'll definitely want yeah. to check those out. And you're a movie buff. So yeah, I'm truly a movie yeah. buff. Mm -hmm. um, going into, before I go into our year in review that we had at Time Warp, um, I just want to do one thing where I, going into movies, there's an app that I have on my apparatus and it's called, um, How do you say apparatus? Oh, NVIDIA Shield, because I'm like, <laughs> not sponsoring, so I'm not promoting it. So, I wish I just did, right? I just kind of, I just, any, the device. <laughs> anyway, so, um, there's a, a, an app that's called Tubi, and okay. it's a cinematic app, and it gives you categories. Horror, black cinema, gangster. So, I clicked on the black cinema. Are you supposed to be? T-U-B-I. Okay. And I'll, I'll link you with that. And so um, I went to the Black Cinema, and you know, I'm going to have a conversation on the show one day regarding Black Cinema, which is on the, one of the topics we're going to have on the show. But what got me was, and I made a complaint in regards to a lot of Black Cinema, especially from late 90s even into the, to, to now. Mm -hmm. Why is majority of the cinema, when people getting into cinematography or filming in our community, it's about the hood stuff, the gangster stuff, the stealing. I got out of jail, I got into jail. I can't stand this man, all men are dogs, all the women gotta get, I just like, come on, we have other stories. Last night, that was a great movie. Yeah. The photograph was a great movie. There are great movies that I love that are great black cinema. We need to go back. Uh, you got a chance to watch um, Kevin Hart's documentary, yes. right, on Netflix. The movie he mentioned, Uptown Saturday Night, is a huge classic, mm -hmm. you know, that my father used to watch growing up. Yeah. Pops is dead, but, um, a great comedy team, Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier. Yep. Kevin Hart is doing his best to uh, recreate that with Ildris Alba, mm -hmm. and it, if he ended up able to get greenlit, so. it's something I'm definitely going to see. But we really have a great, a great cinematic universe yeah. in I our own community. Some people for the that what you're talking about, mm -hmm. I think people take the easy way out. It's like easier to put that content out. Well, you may have had that concept and just want to put it out, and it's just still the same old story. Yeah, so you get bored with it. Exactly. Instead of creating something new, but I think people just take the easy way out instead of taking the time to say, you know, where are we now? What are mm -hmm. we doing now? Just like the, the photograph, it was, you know, in her mind, in Selena McGee's mind, to show this portrayal of what, probably what she wanted in love or whatever mm -hmm. that was, you know. But I think that people or directors, editors, you know, people that are writing these things, they just get stuck. And it's like, right. you know what? Fast. Let's just put this out now. It's content. Let's just put it out. But we keep seeing, like you said, the same stories, the same hood, right. the same, you know, um, baby mama drama kind of thing. And it does get boring. And that's why I think that some people don't get, those directors don't get to where they need to be because they're not doing new anything content. different. They're right? not doing anything different. So it's going to go straight to video, right. most likely. It's going to be, you know, now that we have so many streaming device, um, platforms, right. 
it's easy to do that. Right. So I think it's just an easy way out, just to right. get content out there, which is gotcha. sad, but just to get content out there. And people think that's my story. No one has ever heard this story. Yeah, but we heard no, it. Everyone's had, we heard it quite a bit. It might be from Chicago, Florida, whatever, right. but... It's the same. Your, if you're not yeah, doing yeah. anything new, then yeah, you're not going to get watched, you're not going to get views, yeah. think, well, and it might have been a good story, but maybe it wasn't shot well. Because those are, those are elements, too. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I And I know we haven't gone to a year in review, right? Um, I know we'll get to movies, this is my thing. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not African, but I binge on crazy Nigerian movies. I love them. Um, especially now that Netflix is really sponsoring a lot of them. Lionheart, oh my god, one of the best Nigerian movies on Netflix. I'm just like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, dropped. I was like, oh, people gotta watch this one. Um, there's another one about uh, a matriarch passes away and they're fighting over the money. I'm just like, you know, but it's it's comical. It's relatable, and the fact that it's not about hood stuff. Not saying every first of all, all races have hood mm -hmm. in it. It's just that when people polarize something, it's like crime stories. Every crime story is not the same, okay? But they take a different twist each time. Like for those of us who love crime movies, which I do, I love the Godfather series. Mm -hmm. But when I watch another gangster movie, it has nothing to do with the Godfather. It's set in blueprint. But it's not a repetitive story. It's from a different outlook. Either someone trying to get in, someone trying to get out, right. you know, or an old person who's dying and passing on the mantle too. And I think that's why these African diaspora movies are so popular because mm -hmm. now you're getting to see how do my brothers and sisters on the continent, how are they, right. you know, mm -hmm. what kind of things are they talking about? So right. that's why that became such a popular, and they have comical energy into it. The right. love stories are different and the values are different too. Yeah. You see their love stories, it's totally different than what we would, you know, what right. we see here on on this side. So I think it became popular because it was like, wow, they're feeling the same things we're feeling, but it's just told in a different way. And I don't know, it's just you, you just get drawn in, right. you get something, you go down your business, you want to see another one. So it became very popular. Gotcha. We definitely gonna have a show regarding, you know, uh, African mm -hmm. films because I definitely was. So as I'm being told, we need to jump right into uh, your review. Here's the review because okay, the last time we did a show was 2018. Um, when we stopped after Fashion Week in 2018, um, I fractured my ankle. I'm going to do Fashion Week this year. No, yeah, yeah, I know, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Holly, how many shows did you do this season? The season two. Two shows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We're usually yeah. out. I was focused on other things. Yeah, we're usually, I don't know, it's, 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 it's last season. We had this conversation before, like when we went to Fashion Week back in the days when Brian Park, the energy was so different. Yeah. I really wish people could have experienced what that was back yeah. in the days because it was, it was so even though it was congealed in one area, the energy was different. The switching of shows were different. You and it's funny because when in those days when we would go to a Bryant Park, if I got because I used to represent mm -hmm. Vivica and a couple of different people, so when I would get them, Stacey J, when I used to get them into shows and go to the shows, if I got a no from like a bad Mishka or something, I was like, okay, you can tell me no. But nowadays, when I get a no's from certain shows, I'm like. I can't attend this show. And then when I look at the pictures of the front row, I'm like, they got it and I didn't. Like, I'm like, come on now. The shows are, like you said, everywhere. There's so many, uh, you know, other random right. shows that are happening. But, you know, but right. I don't I know it's deviating, but I just want to bring this in. Yeah. And that's going to be another show we're going to be talking about because Holly, that's a show you're going to be on. Yeah. Um, my friend Hollywood is in the audience. Like, Michelle's <laughs> back. She's hey. off, off, off camera. Hey, um, you know, uh, with that transition, back then it was putting celebrities in the front. Right. Now it's if you dress weird, that's who's getting oh, in the front. Oh, influencers. I don't know what that is. Right. I'm still having a problem right. with no, that's that. What that's what they're called. It's influencers, and I deal with them on a regular basis in the beauty industry because I do a lot of beauty and um, mm -hmm. lifestyle PR. So it's about the influencers because if that person tags, they may have dressed weird, but if they're wearing, a, you know, a 
this cup on their head is like, okay, that's going to be on TMZ. Why did that person, who is that person? We want to know. So that's why that looks like that now. Because, you know. It's new career of influence. These new titles. I yeah. don't come again. You can be an We can do it. Yeah, what, am I, what am I influencing? A lot. Movies. Okay. Okay, well, the cinema. Black cinema. Okay, we'll work on that one. Okay, we'll work on it. You heard it, right? Okay. <laughs> so, alright. So, year in review. Yes. So, 2018. A lot happened. A lot. 2018, my angle was fractured, so I ended up being here. So, I don't know what was happening in the world. You I was homebound. I was really homebound. Cabin fever. <laughs> yeah, you didn't come visit. So, anyway. Sorry. No, you're not. I sent love. I text. I said, hey, how you doing? You're like, I'm fine. Okay. I was not fine. Holly. Even Holly <laughs> checked in. Okay. Thanks, Holly. <laughs> so, okay, here's a review. Um, we're going to run down this list that I had compiled real quick, and we're going to spend a couple of times, just a few seconds on each one. Um, recently, we all know that Kobe Bryant passed away. And um, I'm not going to lie, I was, it was an early Sunday morning for me, and I got the feed, but the tag was TMZ. Yeah. Released it. And then what I did was, I didn't believe it, so I go on my device, and I went through all the different channels. Yeah. CNN. I go to reputable ones, right. Words, right? And then when it wasn't on CNN, it wasn't on CNBC, it wasn't on CBS. Then all I saw is Fox was covering it. I was just like, okay, I'm going to wait again. Yeah. Then I got a text from one of my boys. They were like, you heard? I was like, yeah, I heard, but it's not reputable yet. Yeah. You know? yeah. Then all of a sudden, once it hit CNN, yeah. and then I was like, holy shit. Now, here's my thing. We, we know of celebrities. Mm -hmm. I don't know them personally, and everyone's going to have to pass. When you hear somebody that's passing tragically, of course you have a moment. I had a moment like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Let's move on. Um, but it was, it was like one of those things that you don't expect. Like, we grew up in the 80s and 90s, so we know that we ever thought Michael Jackson or Prince would ever die. Yeah, you know, ever. Yeah. At all. You're like, you know, they're still around. I was like, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, so when people like Kobe Bryant passed away, yeah. it's so surreal. Definitely. You know? Um, and then the backlash that's come from it yeah. regarding the interview, Gail King and Lisa Leslie, and then now the third version of it goes into the response. From okay. and then it went over polarizes Snoop Dogg's yeah, yeah. comment. What do you take on that? So, I mean, as a follow-up, so when it first happened, of course, TMZ was the first one to, as they do, because you know that's what they do. And I actually do love TMZ, I can say that probably I do like TMZ. Um, and they got backlash for doing that because it wasn't confirmed yet. Now, right. I don't think even the family knew, so it was really, wow. really hard hitting that they had did that first. Mm -hmm. And just like you were like, no, come on, I was at a spin class. I'm like, nah, I can't. Kobe, what? Kobe beef? What are you talking about? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so let's, you know. But when it did get confirmed, it was like, wow. In my mind, I'm like, I remember Kobe, young Kobe, taking Brandy to the prom, things of that nature. Right. Like, how can you? Then when we heard your daughter, the daughter was with right. her, that was another blow. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm just there at that moment, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how can this happen? Like, what happened in a plane crash? It's just like a surreal moment because he's so young, 41. And even with the blemish that they're calling it, mm -hmm. I, I did not even think of that. At all. And I had no, yeah. like, that was 20-something years yeah, ago. So you forget, years. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So now you come with Gail King. I saw the interview that day when mm -hmm. it happened on the Tuesday. Yeah. And I, when I watched it, I was like, Gail, why'd you do that? That was my first. I'm like, come on now. But as a publicist, mm -hmm. I'm like, first of all, Lisa Leslie knew that question was coming because there's no way a client of mine is going to go into an interview and not have a list of questions. Just like I'm sitting here with this paper, right. I have to vet the questions. Okay, Leslie, you want to talk about this? Mm -hmm. If she says yes, she can move forward. Right. Fine. So I watched the interview and I was like, okay. I was definitely not 
feeling like I was like, okay, Gail, you didn't have to ask that question. Maybe she could have posed it in a different way. But then Lisa Leslie did her thing. She's just like, the, that man, I don't know who you speak of. That's not the man I know. Right. Whether it happened or not, so I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. She's like, that's not the man I knew. Then, literally, that was Tuesday that happened. Mm -hmm. Three days or two days later, I saw you post it. I was like, what does Snoop Dogg say with his head wrap? Like, I'm like, what is he talking about? And he's grilling. So I go and I look on your thing, and it's like, and the words that he said, I was like, that hit me. No matter, I forget what Gail said at the moment. I just looked at him, I was like, how dare you say those words? You black this. You It was just disgusting. I was like, and I didn't want to watch it, but I'm like, you know, this, you go down a rabbit hole, you watch. And it's like, wow. How could, how dare you? Yeah. How could you go there with that? And even now, his apology, mm -hmm. I was just like... I didn't hear the apology, though, so... So, it was like, it was, the first one was apology, not apology. Mm -hmm. But then when now Gail goes on and she says, oh, she blames it on CBS Gail, I would have more liked Gail to say, I said what I said. You can't say that CBS, you know, for the most part, when things go to air, client publicists, we don't know what's really going to air since We can say, I want this, this, and right. this, but once they chop it up, it's out there, but what Gail said wasn't edited. Mm -hmm. So if she had just said, you know, I said what I said, you know, Lisa Leslie knew about it, and, you know, it was a segment of the interview, but not to sort of, the way she, it came off that she blamed CBS, and I didn't like that. Right. So you can't okay. blame something that came out, yeah, it yeah. wasn't edited. Then the backlash, and mm -hmm. then she's like, she didn't go to work the next day, because I definitely watched. I was like, <laughs> she was like, I'm not coming to work, yeah. you know, over crying, all that good stuff, and then now the apology. So the next day he comes on, and he says something like, you know, uh, I forgot exactly what it was, but he didn't apologize. He apologized maybe, I think it was like Thursday or Friday. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like immediately. And his mama had to talk to him, quote unquote. His mama probably said, look at the hell. Right. You know what I mean? So he did apologize. And it's just, it was messy. I didn't like what he said. And it just, gotcha. I would never, as a publicist, I would never let her do what she was talking about. I would never let, well, he's a free will. He could do what he's, whatever. Right. But she said what she said. Lisa Leslie definitely had to have known that question was coming because there's no way a publicist would allow that. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right. So, um, and that's, that's again, that's a conversation. Like, we have portfolio parents. I know. Yeah, Teresa's like, wrap it up, keep it going on. Thank um, you. I can run through Trump and, and the female trafficking, right? I can do that. Okay, gotcha. You can talk about him. All right. So, no, it's going to be really quick. That's going to be really short. Because we, and, um, <laughs> so, again, 2019, um, Trump's impeachment. I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to, guys, have you been following it at all? Yeah, none of us. Okay. No, he, Moving on. He interrupts my Dude, my deal is this. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Here's my thing. I'm not into politics, and for those who are, um, anybody chiming in on any of what we're talking about, Q? Yeah, so, so far, we have Neptune. That's uh, uh, Neptune Rocks, right? Yes. Neptune Rocks, um, that's my girl, Crystal, over at BBF Prince. Um, they're the guys, they're the company that's done the shirt, the new logos. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it so much. We also have Sir Michael Photography. Yo, Mike, what's going on, man? Thank you to me. Yes, we like we chatted about last night. Um, we are Creativity and Youth. Uh, no, creative, sorry, we have Creative Youth. Okay, thanks you guys for tuning in. Um, Tyrese, one Tyrese just joined in. Tamaj just joined. Oh, Tamaj from Jersey. Hey, Tamaj, what's going on, man? Anybody on Instagram? That was all Instagram. That was all Instagram. Okay. Anybody on Facebook tuning in? Nobody. So on my Facebook, we have Tony Mason, my cousin. Hey, Tony Mason. Diamond, my brother Jason, and my aunt Cheryl. Oh, Sean Cheryl, hey! That's right. And my other homeboy, uh, Tyrone. All right, Tyrone. Okay, so, all right, 
Trump there comes and goes. I don't know what I understand with the impeachment thing going on. Is he in? Is he out? And otherwise, he's so still. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's not going yeah. anywhere. He can lie all he wants to. Yeah. Nothing's going to change right now. They'll change. They'll always change it to switch to what um, they need be. It's like you know, I'm always yeah. going to make my story to what I need it to be yeah. it so that I can go where exactly. I need to go. So right now, I just don't. I don't want to spend any time. A um, couple of things that was going on <laughs> also. Um, which I found to be impacting, and the stories didn't hit me until after I watched this movie called Trafficking, mm-hmm. or Traffic, with mm-hmm. Omar Epps and Paula Pound. Paula, Paula Patton. Paula Patton. And then all of a sudden the stories are more publicized. Yeah. Apparently, you know, doing my research, this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. Um, but now with black girls in the community. It's been like well, that all that's, that, that's been the issue, is that it's been going on for a long time, but then when it happens to young black women, we don't hear about it. Well, here's the thing. I remember when I used to have cable, which I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. You have one always put it up, and I'm just like, where are these white girls going? Right. But now it's being more like, okay, they're just not leaving or disappearing. People, are, making, people yeah. are knocking on doors, people are making noise about yeah. it. That's been the controversy. I remember growing up as a young kid, there was always on the milk boxes, like you know, little girls or um, mm-hmm. people get being missing. I think they should bring that back. Yeah. You know what I mean? As soon as. But do we drink milk anymore? Well, please put, put it on whatever on buses. Put it on whatever. Yeah, gluten free anything. You know, yeah. say like whatever it goes. That's real. It needs yeah. to be shed a light on. But yeah. I think that's been the thing is that you know when young black when it happens to anything happens to you know us as a community community it doesn't get shed a light. Anybody mm-hmm. of you know underdeveloped co- communities or whatever things don't get shed a light on. But it's becoming very prevalent. People are like, I don't understand how. I mean, I don't understand how it's happening all over the world. But I know that. It, it's a sensitive subject yeah. for me because I know that there are young girls out there hurting. I know that there are young girls out there who are online, who are getting trapped by, you know, men or pe- people. They're right. not even just, it's not one single person. There's no way that one person could do this. It's right. a, a, a bunch of people, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a gang of people doing mm-hmm. this. And they're, they're, you know, coercing these women to, like, meet them in places. And I don't know what that stems from. I mean, but it really... Yeah, I'm just feeling hot about no, it I got right you. now. You don't change your heart. Okay. No, no, no. It's just, I don't understand. What's I don't understand how <laughs> I don't understand how it can be and how we can't stop it right. because it's a money making thing. Gotcha. People are making money off it. As long as the day people talk about, oh, we making money off of parts, mm-hmm. people's body parts. Mm-hmm. They're sex trafficking. They're enslaving these women in a sense, you know. And it's happening all over. It's not just happening to black women, but I think now because right. we're hearing about it more. Hopefully, it is, you know. But I do wish that we can start like. Taking these photos and put them out there somewhere. Maybe New York. I don't know, but there has to be a way. Okay. And I just want to just—I know Tyrese is wrapping up to us. Go to the next segment, which was going to be real. We're going to bring a lighter moment. But I want to ask Chester and, and Jack. Um, I got to put it out there. I'm gonna out you guys. Chester is Asian. Uh, what descent, Chester? Uh, Chinese. Chinese. And Jack is what? Is Um, does it happen in you guys' community as well? Do you guys get polarized as well with the, what's going on with the sex track with the female trafficking? Uh, um. I haven't heard too much about it. That's the thing. It's going to be that. It's going to be like, we haven't heard of the But then when it starts, it's it's not not, going But I'm sure it's happening. Yeah. Until somebody big happens. But it's it's always happening to white girls, right, that we know of, right? Yeah. It's, It's, that's normal. But are they looking for them? Of course they are. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's like, okay, they're looking for... I want to make a bad joke, but no, I'm not going to. I was going to say, think about all the girls, white girls that are kidnapped, it's always Haley. No, but I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, but they're just, looking for, you know, Samantha. They're right, looking for yeah. Becky. They're looking for those girls. Blonde hair, blue eyes. It's actually happening in every community. It's happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's happening yeah, everywhere. Which is but, not but who's making the noise? Not, yeah. Is it that the family? I'm just going to put this out there. I yeah. don't know. Is it that, oh, you know, 
Trisha always goes away. She won't come back. I'm just talking to that night. Mm-hmm. Like, she'll make it. But then when she's missing for two days, three yeah. days, does anybody care? Right. In the Caucasian community, when she's missing for one day, it's like something's out there. Yeah, on them all. But in the community, are we looking for, you know? Yeah. We um, have another t- conversation regarding yeah. that. Um, and I'm sure we are. Yeah, just not, I'm sure families are. I'm not saying oh, yeah, they're definitely. not. They have to be. I do have a show where it's going to be The Takeover. I hope you'll mm-hmm. be able to come in. The Takeover is basically uh, an all-female panel. Mm-hmm. I will be behind the camera oh, with wow. the guys, and you wouldn't be running it. But the conversation I would like to have that before Tyree snaps at me um, is I want to have you guys talk about that again. Mm-hmm. And also the young lady that faked her kidnapping. Oh. And then how apparently the new generation doesn't understand when they say she was Tawana. You know, Tawana Brawley from back in the 80s. So that's a whole different story. Right, so we're yeah. going to talk about I, that I, down I was the road. But I'm going to highlight, um, you and I have a different opinion about this person, but as a positivist, we want to give a huge shout-out from MCS The Man Cave show that Tyler Perry has made history mm-hmm. in the black community by being the only black studio owner, uh, movie and TV lot in the world. Right. Um, Tyler Perry Studios based in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge big thing. Um, I guess if I was in Atlanta, I would have worked my way getting a ticket or Exactly, like but that, and that's short, short, short. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not about, for me, it's not about um, Tyler Perry, the man. Yeah. I'm looking at the accomplishments. Right, right, right Look right. at us. We're sitting right here doing this man cave show, right? I have a little podcast. I'm going to call it Little Podcast because I'm doing it out of my house and the same way with you. Right. But I want to shine for you, so I'm supporting you. So I want to support every person. He, I mean, his story, he lived in his car, all that good stuff, and look where he is now. It is on a land that was considered slave land. How did you... Where are you getting this money from? Right. So I want to shine that. I don't want to see you have to support every movie he made. I'm not a Medea fan, but I am right. the... The supportive of a person that comes up and... and yeah, you come from, from the support. bottom to the top. And from, I mean, I don't like that he writes everything. I wish he would branch off. Right. That's his thing. He writes every single thing, so everything is the same. But from where, from the bottom to the top, starting from the bottom now we're here, I give the accolades. I yeah. do the content... Certain scenes, yeah, it's not for everybody. It's That's not true. for so, everybody. So yeah. let's just give him okay. his just dues, and right. I'm gonna when I go to Atlanta, I will visit because I, I I've never been on a studio. I'm gonna try. When I go to Atlanta in March, like he said, MGM have a studio. Like, yeah, this is the first. Come on now, the first. Let's, right, let's right, and it's not. There's no partnerships in it. No, That's what we got Um, the other topics I'm gonna run real quick. Um, the young young teenager that was um guns was pulled for jumping the turnstile. That's completely a New York travesty. Um, I have a problem with the mayor not jumping in, or the governor jumping in, or, or any assemblyman, mm-hmm. or our politician jumping in on that. Okay. So that's another big thing that happened in 2019. Kanye West's slave comment, I made a joke about it. <laughs> um, so that what was, I, I mean, okay, so <laughs> a friend of mine who's an African actor, I was gonna hold his name back, but I'm not going to, Sidney Afriye, the worst actor in the world. Um, he did a post, that's you know, right. I, I said, no, he's, that's his real name. Uh, no, you said the worst actor in the world. Oh, yeah, no, that's a thing. But he's your friend. Yes. Oh. But he knows he's the worst actor in the world. Okay. Um, well, maybe he'll make a thing out of that and you know, <laughs> No, I actually have a script written for him. Oh. He's okay. an African actor who gets or auditions for an African character and gets beaten out by an American actor that plays an African actor. But anyway, uh, yeah, Kanye Slade comment, I made a joke about that. Um, kudos to one of my favorite shows that uh, was on, was it USA? No, not USA. Um, TBS, TBN, um, The Watchmen. Yeah, I one of my, watch it. 
You never seen the movie, did you? No. So that was an, you guys have seen the movie, right? The Watchmen, seen the series? No. Didn't watch the series. Wow. I watched one episode. What? But it got canceled, right? No. Should we do it for the next season? What? Don't throw that in the atmosphere. We have a great movie. Wait. Um, no, you sure? Yeah. Oh. It's renewed. Who? Who's in it? Regina King. Exactly. I thought it, I thought it wasn't coming back. It's coming back. Oh, okay. Oh, HBO. That's what it was. That's right. Tali went to the party. Yes. You were supposed to. I was supposed to go. <laughs> I was. I was trying to work. Um, and then one of the biggest stories in Hollywood. <laughs> Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to laugh about it. You but here's my thing. Take that. Uh, here's my thing with that one. Um, <laughs> the problem of that story was why would they keep? Why does? And I understand watching all these movies now about what goes on with the news and all of that. Mm-hmm. Why did the news keep saying not two brothers but two Nigerian brothers? Right, give them a race title. So I think the reason they did that is because so. Nigerian men have, you know, it's all the those emails you get, like, I need money, send money quick. And then there's a lot of women out there who are getting taken by Nigerian men. You're saying, oh, they're, they're sitting just like us probably and saying, hi, my love, I need this and I need that. And women are sending their money. So it's like, news-wise, it's like, let's put that cap on it. So um, journalists are going to do that because that's like, oh, let me tune in. But when they kept saying that, it was like, it could be just two of us, brother. No, but it had to get, that made it more salacious, though. Yeah, I guess. But the fact that he did this, if the, I'm not saying yes or no, but, mm. well, he's he's going back to court, right? So, obviously. Yeah, the charges were dropped, the previous charges were dropped, mm-hmm. and I guess the prosecutor is being penalized for that, and so the state of the city of Chicago. I don't even know what the game was, because uh-huh. back to me being, you know, public, yeah. a publicist, I don't like Juicy Lee Dunn. Thank you very much. Because what is that? Like, would I have sat there and let him do this? Like, what is it? Even with the interview with Robin Roberts and all that stuff going on to... That tear. Did y'all see that tear? There was no tear. Was there a tear? It was trying to come out, but it didn't make it to the the cheek. It was Mm -hmm. like... But did it make it? That that was stupid. Yeah. It was the dumbest thing. And I mean, and I liked... Yeah. I don't know why. He doesn't even have a reason why. I don't know what the reason was. He's still holding on to that. That's what happened, right? Right? Okay. Yes. I don't know. I'm not following the story. Well, I need to figure this out. Is it coming back? Oh, never mind. Maybe. Okay. I'm like, I want to make sure because I like to. It was renewed. I like her. That's my girl. It was renewed. uh, The end before the before the end of the season. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, so what do you have going on in your world of of PR and publicists? Public relations. What do I have going on again? Um. Just trying to get the show back on air, okay. um, PR Girl Rant, and um, also working, I do a lot of beauty and lifestyle PR, so right now I have Revlon Cream of Nature as a huge client, okay. and we're doing a couple of launches for them, new product that they have coming out. I do a lot of events as well, right. so I have um, the National Urban League that I'm doing. I also do something that's movie-related. I do the um, PR for um, the Martha's Vineyard African American Film Festival. Mm-hmm. It happens on Martha's Vineyard. And um, we're actually just starting to kick up into high gear to um, start planning. We'll talk to you off, off camera. Yeah, it's trains, plays, and automobiles to get to um to Martha's Vineyard. Never been, I like but, that. But um, tons of movies are um showcased up there, like independent. Right. And then we do have like the HBOs that get involved or whatever. So mm-hmm. I do the PR for that, but it's running. It's been running for seven, 18 years now, or okay. nineteen years. Um, and yeah, it's a big to do. You know, Martha's Vineyard is like the all black. At that time, it's yeah, like the like it's, it's basically yeah. that for these guys, and it's a husband and wife team. Um, Stephanie and um, Rance and her husband, 
um, Floyd, and they've been doing this for 18 years, and it's amazing. So yeah, definitely check it out. Um, film shorts are being there, like from the smallest film mm -hmm. to the largest film. Spike Lee is there every year showcasing whatever he wants to right. showcase. Um, HBO, like I said, HBO comes out and shows all their movies. I've got to see, um, what's the epics? Um, Harlem. Uh, uh, Godfather Harlem. Godfather Harlem. Great series. That. Last year I got to um, see, um, oh, I forgot. But any movie that's, sometimes the movies already have been shown. Right. But sometimes we get to see like little snippets. So yeah, but I have a couple of great things coming out. So I'll keep you posted on Please those. Please do. I definitely want to get involved in that one. Mm -hmm. I want to do something completely different as we're about to wrap up. Um, and I'll ask one mission first. Guys, would you mind coming on camera for a second? <laughs> I want to introduce the new team, uh, Chester and Jack of SR Unit Productions. Come on, guys, real quick. Um, yeah. Their their work is absolutely impeccable. I had to put an ad out to in, to meet a new team, and um, Chester responded, <laughs> and we worked and chopped it up, and got a chance to go out and meet at a diner, and. Um, out of a slew of production people, uh, they were the ones that, you know, decided to be like, I explained what was going on and where we were at and revamping. And they were like, we want to be involved. So awesome. as we evolve on that, um, just let you guys know, uh, St. Luna, Lambda Vodka, uh, Ocean Hill, and Van Brunt are our potential sponsors we're working with, or awesome. should be coming on board, cannot wait. To start having their cocktails on. And I'd like to thank my first sponsors, 40 Ounce Water, St. Louis, Alexander. Thank you so much for gracing me with. You have alkaline and natural spring water. So this will be my first official sponsor. Thanks to you for telling me how to do this because I'm like, I don't need no sponsor, but. And apparently you do, right? So this just came over two times. So, and because I'm not drinking, and you try to get me to drink a million times, so I guess I'm not drinking. I know. I want to work out a challenge called a 60 day challenge with Masi Aria. She's like amazing online, and I can't drink. So, water it is. In my black cup. All things black. I'm drinking. <laughs> I'll be drinking. You be drinking. Mm. So, but thank you so much exactly. again. Oh, not a problem. Listen, I, I, Michelle, as long as you know each other, I've always loved what you do. I've always respected what you do. Um, I know a lot of events you can't uh, invite me to, but I'm always there to support. Um, I think my jealous moment, and I did not hide it from you, and I told you automatically what? that you work with Oprah. And yes. I think, no, I, I think, see what the, That was a by way of. Oprah was there, and I pushed her to where she needed to be. But there's a photo. A, but yes. there's a photo of you in the presence of Oprah. Yeah. And when, and you, when it was posted, when it was posted, I was like, I'm jealous. Yeah. But it wasn't before. my. This really wasn't yeah. my event. I, I, just, I, I do a lot of red carpet, so I was mad at the red carpet, and I just pushed her to get her photo. Okay. Like, okay. No, it was it was good. It was yeah. a, you, you actually you're you're in a lot of places that I definitely support, and I'm very proud of your thank evolution. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we're about to wrap up. I just want to say thanks uh, to the new production team, SR Unit Productions, um, Jack and Chester, Michelle Pascal, thanks for coming through. Yeah, don't forget to tune in uh, well, PR Girl um, on Instagram. We're on um, all the streaming you know, yeah. platforms, that, you, but I'm on Instagram, I am on Apple, Google, what's the other one, Spotify, gotcha. you can find me, so PR Girl Rant. That's me. Definitely check her out. Don't forget uh, tune in uh, to our YouTube channel if you are new to the show. Binge, please binge on seasons one, two. There's a couple of new seasons, new episodes will be laid in there. Um, also, do not skip any of the fashion shows I produce with my man named Quan Ross. It's in the audience, and uh, I'm Damian Christopher of the NCS Man Cave Show. See you guys next time. Peace. Woo!
Thanks everyone for tuning in to the premiere episode of PR Girl Rant Season 2 with The Man Cave Show. Thank you, Julius D.C. Bryant, for having me on as your co-host. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to doing that with you again. I would also like to thank my first sponsor, yay, Get Ounce Water. They're a new water brand, and you guys can check them out at Get Ounce. That's G-E-T-O-U-N-C-E-D, Get Ounce. And um, they're a great water brand, and I was introduced to the brand by a friend um, who's part of the brand. His name is St. Louis Alexander, and it was just a perfect match. So I just wanted to shout them out, and um, you could check them out. They have natural spring water and alkaline water. So I look forward to doing stuff with them again in the near future. So go check them out. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much, and um, stay tuned for another episode coming soon. Bye.